Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, we are continuing in our theme this month, Phenomenal Evolution. Phenomenal Evolution. As we think about Phenomenal Evolution and as we reflect on uh, what we talked about previously, uh, the first area that we seek to evolve in is to evolve in our view of God's mercies. Uh, we do that by reflecting on who God is and what God has done, uh, what he has done in our lives, what he has done for us, what he is doing in us and through us. We reflect on God's mercy. Uh, that that reminds us always that God's word is what teaches us uh, and gives us a guideline as to who God is and what God does in our lives. God's word helps us to understand how the gift of Christ uh, benefits our lives on a daily basis. <clears throat> and so if we're looking at that uh, thought and continuing in that thought of phenomenal evolution, uh, we have to uh, define it again, the ex extraordinary, exceptional, remarkable growth and development. And when we look at that in terms of our topic, uh, we have to look at it in terms of ourselves, the extraordinary, exceptional, remarkable growth and development in the perception of how I view myself. There are a couple of questions that we have to begin with uh, when we talk about uh, uh, evaluating ourselves. First, who do I see when I'm looking at me? Who do I see when I'm looking at me? I'm not talking about the physical self. Uh, I'm not talking about uh, the tangible things. I'm talking about when I look at the core of me, when I evaluate who I am as a person, who do I see when I'm looking at me? And then the second question, does what I see match what God says? Does what I see match what God says? If we look at what the word of God says about who we are, says about what God thinks about us, uh, we begin with the book of beginnings. In Genesis chapter one, verses 26 through 31, uh, it tells us that we were created in God's image, in God's likeness. We uh, were created <clears throat> to uh, have dominion with God and to rule over the things of the earth, to be fruitful uh, and have fruitful lives uh, and to multiply. Uh, yes, that's in terms of of, of having children, but, uh, but even more so is that the entirety of our lives are fruitful so that God gets the glory. So we were created in the image and likeness of God to reflect God's glory. That shows us that we are more uh, than what we see ourselves as. In God's eyes, we are more than what we've seen ourselves as. Uh, secondly, uh, if we're going to go to the word of God, of course, there are many more scriptures than these, but Genesis 1, 26 through 31 is where we ought to first cut our teeth. And then uh, the book of Ephesians, it's another uh, a book where we're able to see uh, in the New Testament 
uh, how God sees us uh, uh, in terms of uh, uh, what he wants to do in us and through us and what he has done for us uh, through the work of Christ Jesus. Of course, we can always search the gospels to see the work uh, that Jesus did on our behalf, that he was crucified for us uh, and that he rose. Uh, and that because of that, we have uh, all of these great and precious blessings and purpose for our lives. Uh, but the truth of the matter is uh, that when we look in Ephesians, we, we find some great promises uh, for us uh, and great descriptions of how God sees us. In Ephesians chapter one, if you were to read uh, verses three through uh, 20 in Ephesians chapter one, uh, you would see that we have been equipped uh, through Christ with every spiritual blessing. That means every spiritual blessing is ours because of the work of Christ Jesus. We have been chosen in him before the foundation of the world. And we are regarded as holy and blameless before God because of the blood of Jesus. Listen, that means that our past doesn't prohibit us from being uh, what God says we are. It means that the things that we do and that we say don't cause us uh, to not be who God says that we are. We may not always walk in who God says that we are, but who God says we are never changes. We are regarded as holy and blameless before him. We are chosen in him uh, before the foundation of the world. We have every spiritual blessing at our disposal, and we have been adopted through the kind intention of his will. Uh, Ephesians says, through the kind intention of God's will. That means it was on purpose. It wasn't an accident. It means that God divinely ordained it to be so. And he always had it in mind. We were not a plan B. We were not an accident. We were not a mistake. It means that God chose us and it was the kind intention of his will. It was his divine will. Even though he knew we wouldn't always get it right. That's good news. We have been redeemed and lavished with God's grace. We are recipients of a glorious inheritance in heaven. We're already seated with Christ in the heavenlies. We already have the position. We're already adopted daughters of the most high God. We have been secured forever by the spirit of promise, the Holy Spirit of promise. God has made a deposit. He just didn't make an investment, uh, but he made sure that the deposit would be made so that uh, in the spirit realm, we are already identified as his. No matter what we've done, no matter where we've been, no matter where we've come from, we were created in the image of light and likeness of God. We have been given these exceeding great promises. Every spiritual blessing is ours. We were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. We're regarded as holy and blameless before him. We are adopted through the kind intention of his will. We've been redeemed and we've been forgiven. We've been lavished with God's grace. We are recipients of his glorious inheritance 
in heaven. Uh, and we've been secured forever by the Holy Spirit of promise. So much so that eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard. It has not entered into the hearts of men. All that God will do to bring about his great and precious glory to show forth in our lives. And if that is how he feels about us, listen, we have no business looking at ourselves as if we are less than. We have no business looking at ourselves as if we don't measure up. We have no business always second guessing. And so how is it that we can have this phenomenal evolution happen in the way that we view ourselves? First, we got to begin with God. What does God's word say? Well, I just told you what God's word says. And in order for us to walk out this exceeding great precious declaration, proclamation of victory that comes in our lives that has been divinely ordained, that has been spoken over us. Listen, we have got to record what the word of God says about us. Record it. Record it. When you record something, that means you want a lasting, a lasting memory of it. So that means you need to record it. We've got to rehearse it. We've got to replay it. We've got to repeat it. Record it. Rehearse it. Replay it. And repeat it. Uh, that means we got to get it down on the inside of us. We've got to hide it in our hearts. We've got to take those principles, those concepts, those declarations, and not just let them be cute affirmations that we post here and there on social media, not just let them be cute affirmations that we say about ourselves, but those have to become life verses for us. Those have to become words of life that govern how we think about each other. We've got to learn how to record them on the inside of us so that they stay in our brain and in our hearts. How do we do that? We record them, memorize them. How do we do that? We rehearse them, reread them, and replay them, and repeat them. How many times? We got to do it daily, several times, weekly, many times, monthly, multiple times, and yearly, all the time. We got to have first the right view of God's mercy for us. Secondly, we've got to ask ourselves those hard, hard questions of self-evaluation. Who do I see when I'm looking at me? And then what do, do, does what I see match what God says? And then we've got to begin with God's word. What does God's word say? We got to rehearse it. We got to record it, rehearse it, and replay it and repeat it over and over. I don't care if that means we reread it every single day until we know it by heart. We've got to declare what God says about us daily, several times, weekly, many times, monthly, multiple times, and yearly, all the time. Seems like, okay, we've heard this. Yes, we know this. Uh, uh, yes, we know this. Uh, we've heard this. Uh, it's been taught uh, in churches and, and, and we've, we've under, come to understand this. We got to do the positive affirmation. All of these things seem like there are things that we should already know. The truth of the matter is 
that though we've heard them, we are not doing them. Because if we evaluate where we are and we take a, a good, hard, honest look with uh, at what God says versus what we think about ourselves and the words we play to ourselves and rehearse to ourselves right now. All of the all of the times that we rehearse the things we don't like about ourselves, all of the times that we rehearse the things that we think that we cannot do or or we think in, in ways that we think that we're less than the ways that we compare ourselves to uh, to one another and compare ourselves to other compare ourselves to images we see on social media where people are promoting uh, uh, highlight reels and not showing you the entirety of the movie. We've got to be honest about how we see ourselves. Who do I see when I'm looking at me? And does it match up with what God says? Then we've got to run to the word of God. we got to let God dictate who we are. Begin with God's word. Knowing we were created in his image. Knowing that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. We have every spiritual blessing at our disposal. We were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. We are regarded as holy and blameless before him. Our past does not chase us down and haunt us and condemn us. The past is the past. The past is not a prison. Got to know that we've been redeemed and forgiven and lavished with God's grace. We are recipients of his glorious inheritance and we are secured, sealed forever by his spirit that lives in us. That makes us great because God is greater. God, we thank you that we find our identity in you and that you have decreed and declared and promised great things for us, great things in us. And you have declared boldly who we are. And so today we choose to take on the identity that you have given us and to begin the process of evolving in the way that we view ourselves. The extraordinary, exceptional, remarkable growth and development in how we view ourselves is coming about. And we thank you for it. We bless you for it. We thank you for every promise and every word that you have spoken about who we are. And we choose to walk in it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen.